You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today, we are talking all about just journeys and pivots and all things entrepreneurship because it is a wild, wild ride. So with that being said, Josie, welcome into the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation with you today. Yes, I'm excited to hear your story. So before we dive in, can you share more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve? I am a, I'm an integrative life business career coach. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have launched several businesses over the past two decades, and I've done it all as a single mom. So I've kind of done a lot of things. I work with now primarily women and a few men, but primarily women on just kind of helping them identify the roadblocks that are keeping them stuck or holding them back from whatever it is in their life that they're looking to achieve or accomplish or grow into. Yeah. So, so good. So I would love to dive into your story. Like, how did you get started in entrepreneurship? Did you always set out to be an entrepreneur and see yourself where you are today? I, my journey's had a lot of turns. Um, stepping into entrepreneurship was sort of out of necessity because I kind of identified early on in adulthood that I wasn't super employable. Like I'm not somebody you necessarily want as an employee because I like to do things my own way. I don't like to take orders. I don't like people telling me what to do. I want to work the hours I want to work and I want to do my work the way I want to do it. And so I sort of identified that like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to work for myself. I'm going to have to be my own boss. And so I started out in college sort of dabbling in different network marketing companies and things like that. Things you do when you're in your, you know, early twenties, late teens, whatever. Um, my first really big sort of what I consider successful business was in wedding and event planning. I started a wedding and event planning company way back in 2005. And at that time I was a single mom with a two-year-old and I started this company just sort of out of like, it wasn't like my dream to be an event planner. It wasn't my dream to do weddings. I was just looking at my network and the people around me and the skills that I had and the things that like my availability. And it just was like, this is something that I can do that I can use my network and use my skills and let's see what happens. So I started this event and wedding planning company back in 2005. I ran it for about seven years grew that, scaled it to multiple six figures. 
in the middle there, I had another baby. So I'm a single mom with two kids running this business and I had employees. I had a, a couple of contractors. I had different people working for me. So I'm a single mom running a business, managing payroll, managing employees. And when you're doing things like weddings and events, you're working a lot of evenings, you're working a lot of weekends. And as a mom, that's hard because if you've got small kids, you got to figure out what to do with them. <laughs> and I kind of got to this point where I recognized my kids were spending more time with their grandma or their aunt than they were with me. And I was really getting burned out by the work because it's just a, it's, it's a lot of showing up. It's a lot of showing up with a lot of energy. And so in 2012, I sold that company and I just kind of wanted to slow down a little bit and, and get into just kind of this slower energy, but also being able to be present for my kids a little bit more. And so I started, I partnered with somebody else and we started a counseling clinic, which we ran for a few years and kind of got to the end of that few years and and really felt like I needed to step it up and do something a little bit bigger. And so I went from counseling then to opening up an accounting and tax business. So I went from being an event planner to being a counselor to then being an accountant. And so in this accounting business, I was serving professional service providers, lawyers, real estate professionals, that sort of a that sort of a business. And I ran this for a handful of years. I was really good at it. I I enjoyed the work, but the energy that was kind of coming in was a very, it was a very masculine energy. It was a very like task oriented energy. It wasn't really people focused because of the industries I chose to serve. And I started recognizing I was kind of feeling a little bit like isolated because I didn't have a lot of connection. And I was getting to the point where like, again, I'm getting burned out because I'm, I'm not doing really what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And so rather than burning it all to the ground, like I kept doing, I decided instead this time, I'm going to just bring in a fresh energy instead of like starting over from scratch. Maybe I'm just going to go out and get a different kind of client. So I started thinking maybe the people I need to serve are like women, creative entrepreneurs, coaches, podcasters, that sort of an energy. And I, I was just thinking like, if I could bring this energy into my business, connect with these type of people, maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. And so I fired all my clients, <laughs> gave them two months to find a new accountant and I set out on this rebrand and I'm going to bring in this new energy. I'm going to serve these people who I really feel like excited to serve and just bring this fresh energy into my business because I just felt disconnected and I just wanted people to connect with. And I wasn't getting that with, with what I was currently doing. So I'm listening to this podcast one day and I hear this woman start talking about, she was being interviewed. She started talking about how she helped women start their own podcasts. And I thought, oh, that's cool. I should connect with her because she probably has the network and the community of the people that I want as clients. So I start following her, find out she's hosting her very first women's empowerment event. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm going to go to this event and I am going to fill up my client roster with all the people at the event. <laughs> that was my goal. My goal was to go to this event and just get a bunch of clients. 
So fast forward to the event, I show up, I walk in the room and I sort of froze. I walk into this energy that is like nothing I have ever experienced before. It was like high energy, excited, just bubbly, fun, just this super high feminine energy that I was not super comfortable with at the moment. And I was like, what did I just get myself into? What did I just walk into? I have no idea what I'm doing here. I do not belong here. I do not have this same energy. And I just, I just kind of stayed back and I took it all in. And, and the event was a, three days long. And so through sort of the course of this event, I'm just kind of taking in the energy, but not really participating in the energy. But as people are kind of taking the stage and sharing different messages, and as people are connecting and I'm watching people connect, I'm trying to figure out how to start pitching myself. Because, <laughs> right, I went to this event to get clients. And, and I'm trying to figure out how to pitch myself. But all of a sudden, I recognized, like, I didn't want these women as clients. I actually wanted to be them. I wanted to do what it was that they were doing. I didn't know what that was. I had no idea what they were doing. They were having a lot of fun doing it. And I just knew that whatever they were doing was like lighting them up so much that they were so excited about life. And I didn't have that. Like that was not something that I had in the business that I was running. I was just trying to go through the motions, make the money, get the clients, pay the bills, you know? And so I'm watching people take the stage. I'm watching people share these messages. And another sort of part of my, my story is that like, I have never been in a space with a stage where I have not immediately pictured myself on that stage. I was a theater student. I grew up on the stage. I grew up performing. I grew up speaking. I, I grew up on the stage. I took, I, I took theater classes in college, like all the way up to adulthood. I have never been in a place with a stage where I have not immediately just unconsciously put myself on that stage. But as I'm watching these women take the stage and recognizing their energy, I saw that they were so much different than me. They had this like super high energetic just presence about them. And it was so different than me. And so on one hand, I'm like unconsciously putting myself on the stage. On the other hand, I am low-key judging myself because I don't have the energy that they have. So who am I to put myself on this stage? I don't belong there. I'm not like them. And this like subconscious sort of battle is going on in my head between what I feel called to do and what I feel qualified to do. And then at the very end of this event, the last person to take the stage comes up the aisle to Eminem playing over the loudspeaker. She's wearing all black, leather, sunglasses. She's not dancing across the stage. She's not laughing and singing and like partying up there. She's just there. 
she's just, she commanded that stage. Like she took ownership of that stage. And as she was walking up the aisle, I was like, oh, I can do this. I recognized that energy immediately. And I said, if she can do this, I can do this. And so I left that event. I immediately got a hold of her, hired her as my coach. And I worked with her very, very intensely and very intentionally on so many different things just across the board in my life, in my business. I ended up completely shutting down the accounting business because I recognized it wasn't in alignment. And just starting over from scratch, it was a whole process of breaking down the identity that I had created for myself because I thought it was what I was supposed to be, stripping all of that away and digging back into who I really was, which I didn't even know was in there until I took apart everything that I had piled on top of it that wasn't in alignment. Oh, so, so good. I mean, so many things you said there, like, where do we even start? Right? Because all of these pivots, like when you're going through these, these moments as a business owner, it feels like a lot. It feels uncertain. And I think a lot of times we downplay the amount of experience that we've gained from every single business, from every single challenge, from every single pivot but we're not really starting back at ground zero. We have all of that knowledge, all of that experience that will propel us forward faster. And I've done the same thing. I've moved from business to business as well. And I find that each time it's more in alignment and I grow even faster because now I take that knowledge and I use it as rocket fuel to be even farther ahead when I'm starting out. So I just absolutely love, love your story. And I love how you just, you really dove in and you trusted yourself because pivoting can be a very, very unnerving thing. And I feel like a lot of business owners quit because times get hard, because times get challenging. And we realize we come to have that awareness that it's really not in alignment. So how did you, looking way back to that first business pivot that you made, when you went from point A to point B, how did you really get clear as to, you know what, this just isn't working for me anymore? What did you use to unpack that? You know, if we go all the way back to the very beginning, there really wasn't a lot of clarity beyond just the recognition that I was super overwhelmed and I couldn't keep going at the same speed that I was going, doing the things that I was doing because I was burning myself out. And I did not have a plan. I didn't have like, I didn't have a, a framework or a roadmap. I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. What's next? You know, I'm, I'm the type of person who sometimes to my own detriment will burn all the ships to the ground and, and start over without even knowing what starting over looks like. And that can be a strength, <laughs> Yeah. but it can also be, you know, it can also be to my own detriment. I can also really, really do some damage if I'm not careful. Sure. Um, and so to answer your question, I really didn't have a plan or a framework. It was just like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this anymore. I'm a single mom. My kids need me. I need to do something different. 
what can I do tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I really think though, that like you said, taking the action is so, so important because you're not going to get the exact clarity that you need until you take that messy action until you take that leap and yes it can be a detriment you know when it's like no i'm just gonna burn this all down and do it but honestly i feel like taking that action especially when it's that aligned action when things aren't working like if nothing changes nothing changes right so we have to change something we have to get out of our heads and just start taking action and really detach from the outcome. And that's what it really sounds like you did. It was like, okay, this isn't working. So I'm going to move on to the next thing and try that on, see how that feels. And then when that wasn't feeling good, it's like, okay, I know that there's something more. So how did you figure out, you know, we're, we're a couple businesses in, what was really that key to getting that clarity to finally like, you know, being like, you know what, no no this is it how did you get so super clear on that what did that process look like for you so that that was so painful it was probably one of the most painful pieces of my journey um because i am an action taker i am somebody who you know i'll burn everything to the ground and i'll start over tomorrow and not even think twice about it as long as I'm moving, as long as I'm doing something, I am an action taker. I like to be doing something. And so when I hired my coach and I had shut down the business that I had been running because I knew it wasn't in alignment, but I had no idea how to start this next thing or even really what this next thing looked like. I remember telling my coach in the beginning, I said, you know, I kind of want to do this. I kind of want to do this. I definitely do not want to be a coach. She goes, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Like she didn't push me. She didn't, you know, but it was every time I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And she's like, just wait, don't take action yet. You're somebody who's going to just keep taking action. And all you're doing is you're burying your own identity and your own purpose so far deep that you can't connect with it yet because you're so focused on taking action. And so I had to really, really intentionally stop moving. And that was so, so hard. Like we did a lot of inner child work. We did a lot of reconnecting with my inner child. We did a lot of just identifying the pieces of my journey that I had been subconsciously carrying with me that were controlling the way that I was showing up or influencing the way that I was showing up. And honestly, just going through that journey and, and forcing myself not to take action got me more connected with myself. And I remember there was a day when I said, you know, we were talking about something that I had wanted to do as a child, which was dance. I wanted to dance when I was a child. And like I said, I was on stages, I was performing, but for whatever reason, I was never allowed to take dance classes. And I always wanted to take dance classes. And it, it might've been like, my parents couldn't afford it or whatever, but I always wanted to take dance classes and I was never allowed to take them. And um, I took that as like meaning to myself that I just wasn't good at dancing. I couldn't dance. So I carried this that I couldn't dance. And so as we're kind of doing this inner child work, I, I said, 
one day to her, I said, I think I need to take a dance class. And she looks at me and she goes, start with yoga. And I said, what? <laughs> start with yoga. I'm like, but no, <laughs> like, that sounds so boring. Why would I take yoga? She goes, you can move on to dance, but start with yoga. And I said, okay, I paid you a lot of money. I'm going to do what you said. <laughs> so I started with yoga and it's crazy. The level of connection with myself that I gained just through doing that intentional movement, connecting the emotional, spiritual, and the physical parts of myself, it was like next level. I did not anticipate the life-changing experience that I would have through doing yoga. And now like I'm coaching people, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm doing all of these things. I am simultaneously getting my certification to be a clinical yoga therapist with a focus on trauma therapy, using yoga as a modality for trauma therapy. And I was like, why would I do yoga? <laughs> right, right. And now it is such an integral part of my life and to be an integral part of my business, I can't imagine having been able to take this journey without it. Yeah, I really love how candid you were just there because that is something that is so hard for a lot of entrepreneurs to do is to pause to practice the pause because it's uncomfortable. We are addicted to the hustle, right? Like we are conditioned to hustle. We want more results. We want more, more, more now, now, now. We're living in an, in an era of like instant gratification. You know, gone are the days where you have to wait to go to the library to pull out the world book or the encyclopedia and look <laughs> things up. You Google it, right? Like kids, you know, with TV, they don't know what commercials are. So they get mad when you can't fast forward through the commercials on live TV. Like, it's just wild when you think about it, but practicing the pause and really getting back in tune with yourself is so, so key because we're just, we're always going. And if we're always hustling, how do we even know where we're going? If that's the location we want to be headed towards, if we're not taking the time to reconnect with ourselves, and then also you touched upon mentorship and coaching and how incredibly like useful that can be because when we're inside of our business, you know, we, we're, we're doing all of the things we're hustling and we really can't see that outside perspective, but what a mentor does, what a coach does is they give us that external perspective of what we actually really need right now versus what we think we need because when you're in it you get so wrapped up in the emotions and you get jaded by everything going on and it just it gets hard but having someone be like no, Josie Josie like you need to slow down here we're, we're going to take some <laughs> yoga first like that's not what you wanted to hear that was not, not at, all. at all what you wanted to hear like you hear this and you go is she crazy like what's happening here but I'm you pretty sure it. I asked her if she was <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Are you that. out of your freaking right. mind? <laughs> right. But you took her advice and you implemented it. And because you took that time to pause, you gained that massive clarity. And now you're running a business that feels so good, so aligned, and you can make an even bigger impact on the world. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was coaching and mentorship is so, so important. And we talk about it a lot, right? And and 
But until you've really been in the trenches with somebody, until you've really taken that journey with somebody, it it just sounds good. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not always fun. It doesn't always feel good. Sometimes it's really freaking uncomfortable and it's really, really hard. And there are a lot of tears. And I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram eight. So I am what is called the challenger. I am not a person who likes to like be vulnerable. I'm not a person who likes to slow down. I'm not a person who likes to like wear my heart on my sleeve. I swear to you in the first like three months of working with my coach, she saw me cry more times than any other human on this planet has ever probably seen me cry. And I was like, I don't know who I am right now. Who is this person? Yeah. He's like, you're finding her. You're finding her. It's, it, it, it is such just a heart-wrenching process sometimes, but it is such a necessary part of growth. It's like, if you don't go down that journey, you continue to carry with you all of that subconscious programming, all of those messages that you picked up as a child that you don't even know are really running the show that are influencing how you're showing up as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, whatever. If you don't take the time to go down that painful process of digging into the pieces of yourself that you have buried because you don't want to look at them, you just keep carrying them with you and they keep influencing you and they keep forcing you into situations where you find yourself in burnout, where you find yourself out of alignment, where you find yourself losing your temper with your kids when you don't even recognize why you lost your temper with your kids. You know, I, there were times when like I would come home and there would be dishes on the counter and I would just lose it. And I would step back later on and be like, why did I just lose it? Over a couple of dishes on the counter, it takes 30 seconds to put them in the dishwasher. I can just remind them to put it in the dishwasher. Or you know what? I could do it myself. It's not the end of the world. I just kept recognizing these little things that I was doing in both my parenting roles, but also in my business and, and just across the board where I was like, why am I showing up like this? Why am I doing this? Why am I talking to people like this? Why am I acting like this towards my kids. And I was like hurting the people closest to me, the people who meant the most to me because I was carrying so much. I didn't realize I was carrying. Yeah. And I think that's one of the hardest parts about being a business owner is you don't realize what a personal development journey is and how crucial having that self-awareness really is. Because if you're not taking the time to unpack this and really dive into yourself, your identity, what you want your business to look like, you're in for an uphill battle. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Josie, this was amazing. Thank you so much for being just so open and vulnerable and just sharing your journey with us. How can we get into your world and learn more about you? Awesome. Thank you. Um, the best way to find me is on Instagram right now. Um, I am Josie Smith official 
And you can find all my links on Instagram. I also have a podcast called Realign With Your Purpose. And those are probably the two best ways to find me. Oh my gosh. Definitely get into Josie's world. Go drop into her DMs and let her know that you heard her story here on the Motivated CEO Podcast. As fellow podcasters, like we love connecting with our listeners through the DMs. So get into our worlds. Let us know that our message resonated with you. It would mean the world to us. And Josie, thank you again so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share today. For sure. Thank you so much for just this opportunity to talk to your community. I really loved it. Yes, me too. And until next time, embody your inner CEO. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 